So producer wife, who would have knew thrift shop, secondhand kind of store shopping is like totally a huge thing all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that because until I read a couple of articles on this over the weekend, I had no idea that it was not only, I mean, I knew they were out there and we've shopped at them, but that it become such a huge thing and such a huge thing to the point now where it's creeping into mainstream retail. It's a push with the millennials and it's kind of been for a while, but I think that millennials have enough of a pull that they're starting to influence other uh, age ranges of people and how they spend their money. Yeah. So let's take a look at the news on it and then let's discuss, shall we? Yeah. While I pull that up, please do consider visiting us online at soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E wisdom.com. Again, we will tell you for the third time today, it is Cyber Monday in case you didn't know. It's a great day to shop with us. Shoal wisdom? Yes. Shush. Yes. All of a sudden, it's money penny. <laughs> Very Sean Connery. Soulwisdom.com slash shop. Okay, I said it. And stuff is on sale. Yeah, and stuff is on sale. Okay, so this article from CNBC... Shoppers are buying from resale retailers more than ever. Secondhand retail companies are finding success with shoppers focused on sustainability and hard-to-find items. Big box retailers like Walmart and Target have focused on keeping prices down. Other retailers like Macy's and Kohl's have raised prices to keep up with the uptick in cost. But resale companies like The Real Real and ThreadUp are playing up their secondhand supply chains, inventory levels, and pricing. While many retailers have been forced to raise prices due to inflation or supply and chain pressure, we do not have the same level of exposure, James Reinhardt, CEO of ThreadUp, said in the company's third quarter earnings call. We've chosen to strategically lower prices in order to engage as many customers as possible. ThreadUp's average prices were 15% lower in the third quarter compared to the previous year. Uh, he said the company will continue to keep prices down through ThreadUp's domestic supply system. I know that uh, ThreadUp and The Real Real both have also done um, advertisement things on YouTube with different influencers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so The Real Real has reported a total revenue of $119 million in the third quarter, up 53%. They had 757,000 orders in the third quarter, up 38% year over year. Adjacent to the issue of reselling and all the empty storefronts, I feel very strongly that retail is changing, said Tim, <clears throat> excuse me, Tim Cece, founder and president of Tim Cece Retail Consulting. So they see kind of a change in the market here, too. It says here the, res the resale industry is growing 11 times faster than traditional retail. That's interesting. The trend is likely due to two factors, supply chain, logistics, and the consumer's shift to a sustainable mindset. They talk about younger consumers, uh, Edwin Elliott, a 25-year-old Miami resident who does their, uh, their vintage shopping. He said there's so many retail shops online, it's made it easier to buy vintage items. Before, you would have to go thrifting, said Elliott, where you'd have to sort through piles of stuff and hope that you find something worth buying. Etsy, uh, who we know and love here at the Soul of Wisdom, we do have an Etsy store, uh, they acquired Depop back in July, 
to kind of get into the retail clothing kind of thing and go after Gen Z consumers. So that's interesting. But here's where it gets super interesting for me. Several traditional retailers are finding ways to improve in to move rather into the reselling space. Lululemon announced in April that they would be launching their own resale program. ThreadUp has struck several partnerships, including a deal with Macy's in August to have secondhand apparel in 40 stores. JCPenney works with ThreadUp to offer secondhand women's clothing and handbags at 30 stores. So see, especially Macy's, that doesn't strike me as a store that you would go to for a secondhand thing. But we can discuss that here in a minute. Yeah, I have thoughts. Yeah. Table those, because I do too. Uh, and then it also says ThreadUp is working with several retailers to help provide secondhand products to customers, including Walmart, Everlane, Farfetch, Gap, Adidas, and Crocs. Even Ikea said it would get into reselling. They announced a buyback and resale program in 33 of the U.S. stores after piloting the service in Miami. Or not in Miami, in Philadelphia. Either way. So immediately my first question is, which one of these national retailers is going to sign Macklemore to do his thrift shop song for them? Right. That's the first question. Yeah. But you said you had thoughts, so let's hear them. So I think there's a pretty split idea when it comes to the younger generation and how they like to spend their money. There's definitely an idea of trying to get vintage pieces for less and getting a bargain. But there's still a decent amount of people in the younger generation that really like the fast fashion. But the louder the thrift store, vintage, give it a second life, keep it out of the um, landfills type audience gets, I don't think they're going to buy into places like Macy's and JCPenney and any of these other big chains, even Lululemon, trying to attack that market because the whole idea is to take away that market yeah. because they're perpetuating the problem. I mean, that's the view of a lot of those thrift buyers. I mean, there's some people who have a lot of money and just like a good deal. I understand that. But the really loud ones are the ones that are trying to keep all this crap out of the landfill. And they're not going to be swayed to stop shopping at their at their Depops and their everything else to put more money into Lululemon's pocket. They're not going to buy it. Well, yeah, no, these aren't, these aren't Macy and Lululemon customers anyways. No, it's but not, I, th I think Lululemon and Macy is trying to yeah. attract that audience, but I don't think it's going to work. No, because there's nothing else at those stores to bring them in. No. Unless they, like, convert entire stores into nothing but secondhand. But can you imagine a store as big as Macy's is just secondhand? Well, it's like the... Um, crazy. The, uh... Oh, where was it? The one mall, I think it was in Mesa, that had a um, 
was it Dillard's? Dillard, yeah, the Dillard's store. Yeah, so that wasn't just there was one in Mesa, and there was also the one in Central Phoenix. And that wasn't even used stuff. That was and just. And they're both gone now. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. Uh, oh, Overruns. Yeah. Clearance. And it was impossible to shop. Yeah. So what what producer wife is describing, dear listener, is we had two Dillard's like clearance centers here in the Phoenix area. And they would just be on one level of a Dillard store that had otherwise been abandoned. They closed down one level, opened up the other. But the racks were just jammed with merchandise with no real rhyme nor reason. So you would have to go in there and kind of, you know, try to sort through it as best you could. But that's what one person was addressing in the article. I don't remember if I read this part or you not. Did. Yeah. yeah, they were talking about how you know, it's easier to go online to these places to find what you want than it is to try to rummage through stuff. Well, yeah, you can search by color, you can search by brand, you can search by your size. Your size is very helpful. Yeah. You know, because even, I think, Goodwill, for the most part, are generally pretty well merchandised for what they are. But even in a Goodwill, you can walk through and be in your, you know, in your particular size area, and there's nothing that keeps people from grabbing something and replacing it in the wrong area. You find it all the time. That yeah. happens in any retail store, but, but online, it's much easier to search for exactly what you want. Yeah. It'll be. I don't. I don't think that these retailers, the traditional retailers, personally, should really be looking too heavily into this. I don't I, either. I think it's going to fail. And I don't think they should be looking too heavily into it because not everything can be secondhand. At some point, you're going to run out of secondhand stuff. There has to be firsthand first. Yeah. So the traditional retailer is still going to have to be around and people are still going to have to buy these things new before they can be recycled in. Because you can only repurpose stuff so many times before it's just tattered rags. Yeah. And, you know, I... Well, and that's why the real real does well because it's higher end stuff that's been authenticated. Yeah. They actually have people that authenticate everything and they guarantee it when you buy it off their website. So you're not, you know, you're not. People who go to Macy's, if you were looking to spend Macy's kind of money, obviously you're not going to find like Louis Vuitton there anyway. But. Do you really need to have a $50 pair of jeans on a resale in a Macy's? That doesn't seem like, I don't know, I just don't see an audience for that. Those are the kind of things that wind up in Goodwill. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't I don't see an audience there either. I feel like so often, too, and we, we see this time and time again, where businesses get off of what their core message is. We experienced that ourselves in a company that we worked for once upon a time who shall remain nameless. Yeah. They got off into all these other little side projects, lost sight of their core business, and now it's all gone. Yeah. So I don't I don't necessarily see this any differently. I think these these resale shops that are popping up, these businesses, some are gonna succeed, some are going to fail. But uh, ultimately you still need these first hand retailers to you know, sell new stuff so at some point it can be repurposed. Because you really don't get much beyond second hand. By the time you get to about the third or the fourth hand, you're starting to get into rag territory where it's just kind of falling apart. Well, I mean, but, unless it's stuff that's still new with tags and it's just been, you know, purchased and resold multiple times, but... That doesn't count, though. Yeah. You know, 
but we shall see. I'm going to keep an eye on this one because I'm curious to to see how long it is between when places like Macy's and stuff roll this stuff out to when they shut it right back down. Yeah. Uh, I think less than a year. But we shall see. You? Yeah, I don't... I think there's something to be said for the the fact that the likes of JCPenney and Macy's have kind of been dying out for probably going on a decade now. Yeah, I don't think this is going to save them. No, I don't either. If anything, I might hasten their uh, trip to the grave. Yeah. But we shall see. So unless you have anything else, producer wife, I think we are done for today. Yeah. All right, please do visit us online at soulwisdom.com. Please like, subscribe, share our show if you appreciate the content that we give you. Also, yesterday I put out a fun episode where I detailed the top five things that a sales business can do to improve themselves without spending a dime. It was a really good video, some really good tips in there. If you have a sales kind of business or you do sales for a living, give that a look. You'll find it at... Uh, at our YouTube page, so check that out. Macy's could probably learn a thing or two from that. Macy's could definitely <laughs> learn a thing or two. That is very true. All right, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. We will be back with you for three segments tomorrow. In the meantime, take care and have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.